Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The type and quantity of waste projected to be generated under paragraph 1. 4. An identification of a. Disposal facilities that could accept that waste. b. Disposal facilities that could accept that waste with modifications. And c. In the case of facilities described in subparagraph b the modifications necessary for such facilities to accept that waste. C. Follow-on strategy. Concurrent with the submission of the budget of the President to Congress under Section 1105A of Title 31, United States Code. For fiscal year 2027, the administrator shall submit to the Congressional Defense Committees a follow-on strategy to the strategy required by subsection A that includes 1. The elements set forth in subsection B and 2. Any other matters that the administrator considers appropriate. Sec 3138 Acquisition of high-performance computing capabilities by National Nuclear Security Administration. A. Roadmap for acquisition. 1. In general, not later than two years after the date of the enactment of this Act, the Administrator for Nuclear Security shall submit to the Congressional Defense Committees a roadmap for the acquisition by the Administration of High-Performance Computing Capabilities during the 10-year period following submission of the roadmap. 2. Elements The roadmap required by paragraph 1 shall include the following a a description of the high performance computing capabilities required to support the mission of the administration as of the date on which the roadmap is submitted under paragraph 1 b an identification of any existing or anticipated gaps in such capabilities c a description of the high-performance computing capabilities anticipated to be required by the administration during the 10-year period following submission of the roadmap, including computational performance and other requirements, as appropriate.
D. A description of the strategy of the administration for acquiring such capabilities. E. An assessment of the ability of the industrial base to support that strategy. F. Such other matters the administrator considers appropriate. 3. Consultation and considerations in developing the roadmap required by paragraph 1. The administrator shall a. Consult with the Secretary of Energy and b. Take into consideration the findings of the review of the future of computing beyond exascale computing conducted by the National Academy of Sciences under section 3172 of the William M. Mack. Thornberry National Defense Authorization Act for Fiscal Year 2021. Public. Law 116-283. B. Independent Assessment of High Performance Computing Acquisitions. 1. In general, the administrator shall seek to enter into an agreement with a federally funded research and development center to assess the first acquisition of high-performance computing capabilities by the administration after the date of the enactment of this act. 2. Elements The assessment required by paragraph 1 of the acquisition of high-performance computing capabilities described in that paragraph shall include an assessment of the following. a. The mission needs of the administration met by the acquisition. b. The evidence used to support the acquisition decision, such as an analysis of alternatives or business case analyses. c. Market research performed by the Advanced Simulation and Computing Program related to the acquisition. 3. Report required. A. In general, not later than 90 days after entering into the arrangement under paragraph. 1. The administrator shall submit to the Congressional Defense Committees a report on the assessment conducted under paragraph. 1. B. Form of report. The report required by subparagraph A. Shall be submitted in unclassified form but may include a classified NXSEC 3139. Study on the W80-4 Nuclear Warhead Life Extension Program. A. Study not later than 30 days after the date of the enactment of this Act, the Director for Cost Estimation and Program Evaluation shall initiate a study on the W80-4 Nuclear Warhead Life Extension Program. b. Matters included, the study under subsection a. shall include the following. 1. An explanation of any increases in actual or projected costs of the W80-4 Nuclear Warhead Life Extension Program. 2. An analysis of projections of total program costs and planned program schedules. 
3. An analysis of the potential impacts on other programs as a result of additional funding required to maintain the planned program schedule for the W80-IV Nuclear Warhead Life Extension Program, including with respect to a. Other life extension programs, b. Infrastructure programs, and c. Research, Development, Test, and Evaluation programs. 4. An analysis of the impacts that a delay of the program will have on other programs due to a. Technical or management challenges, and b. Changes in requirements for the program. c. Submission, not later than 180 days after the date of the enactment of this Act, the Director shall submit to the Congressional Defense Committees the study under subsection A. D. Form the study under subsection A. Shall be in unclassified form, but may include a classified annex sec 3140. Study on Runit Dome and Related Hazards A. Study, not later than 60 days after the date of enactment of this Act, the Secretary of Energy shall seek to enter into an agreement with a federally funded research and development centre to conduct a study on the impacts of climate change on the Runit Dome nuclear waste disposal site in Enuetic Atoll, Marshall Islands and on other environmental hazards due to nuclear weapons testing in the vicinity thereof. The report shall include a scientific analysis of threats to the environment and to the residents of Enuetic Atoll, including 1. The Runit Dome nuclear waste disposal site 2. Crypts used to contain nuclear waste and other toxins on Enuetic Atoll and 3. Radionuclides and other toxins present in the Laguna Venuetic Atoll. b. Public comments in conducting the study under subsection a. The federally funded research and development center shall solicit public comments. c. Report. Not later than 18 months after the date of the enactment of this Act, the Secretary shall submit to the Congressional Defense Committees a report containing the study conducted under subsection A. Sec. 3141. Sense of Congress regarding compensation of individuals relating to uranium mining and nuclear testing. A. Findings Congress makes the following findings. 1. The Radiation Exposure Compensation Act, Public Law 101-426, 42 U.S.C. 2210 Note, was enacted in 1990 to provide monetary compensation to individuals who contracted certain cancers and other serious diseases following their exposure to radiation released during atmospheric nuclear weapons testing during the Cold War or following exposure to radiation as a result of employment in the uranium industry during the Cold War. 2. 
The Radiation Exposure Compensation Act expires on July 9, 2022. Unless that act is extended, individuals who contract certain cancers and other serious diseases because of events described in paragraph 1 may be unable to claim compensation for such diseases. b. Sense of Congress It is the sense of Congress that the United States government should continue to appropriately compensate and recognize the individuals described in subsection a. Title seeks a Defense Nuclear Facilities Safety Board Sector 3201 Authorization Sector 3202 References to Chairperson and Vice-Chairperson of Defense Nuclear Facilities Safety Board Sec 3201 Authorization There are authorized to be appropriated for fiscal year 2022, $31,000,000 for the operation of the Defense Nuclear Facilities Safety Board under Chapter 21 of the Atomic Energy Act of 1954, 42 U.S.C. 2286 at SEC. SEC 3202 References to Chairperson and Vice-Chairperson of Defense Nuclear Facilities Safety Board Chapter 21 of the Atomic Energy Act of 1954, 42 U.S.C. 2286 at SEC, is amended, 1, in Section 311, c, in the subsection heading, by striking chairman, Vice-Chairman and inserting Chairperson, Vice-Chairperson, and, 2, by striking Chairman each place it appears and inserting Chairperson. Title 6 of Naval Petroleum Reserves Sector 3401 Authorization of Appropriations Sec 3401 Authorization of Appropriations a. Amount there are hereby authorized to be appropriated to the Secretary of Energy $13,650,000 for fiscal year 2022 for the purpose of carrying out activities under Chapter 869 of Title 10, United States Code, relating to the Naval Petroleum Reserves. B. Period of availability, funds appropriated pursuant to the authorization of appropriations in subsection, a, shall remain available until expended. Title XXXV Maritime Security Subtitle A Maritime Administration Sector 3501 Authorization of the Maritime Administration Subtitle B Other Matters Sector 3511 Effective period for issuance of documentation for recreational vessels Sector 3512 Committees on Maritime Matters Sector 3513 Port Infrastructure Development Program Sector 3514 
Uses of Emerging Marine Technologies and Practices Sector 3515 Prohibition on Participation of Long-Term Charters in Tanker Security Fleet Sector 3516 Coastwise Endorsement Sector 3517 Report on efforts of combatant commands to combat threats posed by illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing. Sector 3518 Authorization to purchase duplicate medals Subtitle A Maritime Administration Sec. 3501 Authorization of the Maritime Administration a. In general. They are authorized to be appropriated to the Department of Transportation for fiscal year 2022 for programs associated with maintaining the United States Merchant Marine. The following amounts. 1. For expenses necessary for operations of the United States Merchant Marine Academy. $90,532,000, of which, a. $85,032,000 shall be for academy operations, which may be used to hire personnel pursuant to subsection, d. and to implement any recommendations of the Merchant Marine Academy Advisory Council established under subsection, c. and, b. $5,500,000 shall remain available until expended for capital asset management at the Academy. 2. For expenses necessary to support the State Maritime Academies, $50,780,000, of which, a. $2,400,000 is for the Student Incentive Program, b. $6 million is for direct payments, c. $3,800,000 is for training ship fuel assistance, d. $8,080,000 is for offsetting the costs of training ship sharing, and e. $30,500,000 is for maintenance and repair of State Maritime Academy training vessels. 3. For expenses necessary to support the National Security Multimission Vessel Program, $315,600,000. 4. For expenses necessary to support maritime administration operations and programs, $60,853,000. 5. For expenses necessary to dispose of vessels in the National Defense Reserve Fleet, $10 million. 6. For expenses necessary to maintain and preserve a United States flag merchant marine to serve the national security needs of the United States under Chapter 531 of Title 46, United States Code. $318 million. 7. 
for expenses necessary for the loan guarantee program authorized under Chapter 537 of Title 46, United States Code, $33 million, of which, a, $30 million may be used for the cost, as defined in Section 502, 5, of the Federal Credit Reform Act of 1990, 2 U.S.C. 661A. 5. Of loan guarantees under the program. And, b. $3 million may be used for administrative expenses relating to loan guarantee commitments under the program. 8. For expenses necessary to provide for the tanker security fleet, as authorized under Chapter 534 of Title 46, United States Code. $60 million. 9. For expenses necessary to support maritime environmental and technical assistance activities authorized under Section 50307 of Title 46, United States Code, $10 million. 10. For expenses necessary to support Marine Highway Program activities authorized under Chapter 556 of such title, $11 million. 11. For expenses necessary to provide assistance to small shipyards and for the Maritime Training Program authorized under Section 54101 of Title 46, United States Code. $40 million. 12. For expenses necessary to implement the Port and Intermodal Improvement Program, $750 million, to remain available until expended, except that no such funds may be used to provide a grant to purchase fully automated cargo handling equipment that is remotely operated or remotely monitored with or without the exercise of human intervention or control. If the Secretary determines such equipment would result in a net loss of jobs within a port of port. Terminal b. Availability of amounts, the amounts authorized to be appropriated under subsection a. Shall remain available as follows. 1. The amounts authorized to be appropriated under paragraphs 1a, 2a, and 4a shall remain available until September 30, 2022. 2. The amounts authorized to be appropriated under paragraphs 1, b, 2, b, d, and e, 3, 4, b, 5, 6, 7, a, 8, and 9 shall remain available until expended without fiscal year limitation. C. United States Merchant Marine Academy Advisory Council. Unfilled Vacancies. 1. In General, Chapter 513 of Title 46, United States Code, is amended by adding at the end the following new sections. Sector 51323. United States Merchant Marine Academy Advisory Council. A. 
Establishment, the Secretary of Transportation shall establish an advisory council, to be known as the United States Merchant Marine Academy Advisory Council, in this section referred to as the Council. b. Membership, 1. In general, the Secretary shall select not fewer than 8 and not more than 14 individuals to serve as members of the Council. Such individuals shall have such expertise as the Secretary determines necessary and appropriate for providing advice and guidance on improving the Academy. 2. Governmental experts, the number of members of the Council who are employees of the Federal Government may not exceed the number of members of the Council who are not employees of the Federal Government. 3. Employee status members of the Council shall not be considered employees of the United States Government by reason of their membership on the Council for any purpose and shall not receive compensation other than reimbursement of travel expenses and per diem allowance in accordance with Section 5703 of Title V. C. Responsibilities the Council shall provide advice to the Secretary at the time and in the manner requested by the Secretary. d. Personally identifiable information. In carrying out its responsibilities under this subsection, the Council shall comply with the obligations of the Department of Transportation to protect personally identifiable information. Sector 51324 Unfilled Vacancies A. In general, in the event of an unfilled vacancy for any critical position at the United States Merchant Marine Academy, the Secretary of Transportation may appoint without regard to the provisions of subchapter I of chapter 33 of Title V, other than sections 3303 and 3328 of that title, a qualified candidate for the purposes of filling up to 20 of such positions. b. Critical position defined in this section. The term critical position means a position that contributes to the improvement of 1. The culture or infrastructure of the academy 2. Student health and well-being 3. Academy governance or 4. Any other priority areas identified by the council 2. Clerical amendment The table of sections at the beginning of such chapter is amended by adding at the end the following new items, 51323. United States Merchant Marine Academy Advisory Council 51324 Unfilled Vacancies Subtitle B Other Matters Sec 3511 Effective period for issuance of documentation for recreational vessels. Section 12105E2 of Title 46, United States Code, is amended 
1. By striking subparagraphs A and B and inserting the following A. In general, the owner or operator of a recreational vessel may choose a period of effectiveness of between one and five years for a certificate of documentation for a recreational vessel or the renewal thereof, and 2. By redesignating subparagraph C as subparagraph B. Sec 3512. Committees on Maritime Matters A. In General 1. Chapter 555 of Title 46, United States Code, is redesignated as Chapter 504 of such title and transferred to appear after Chapter 503 of such title. 2. Chapter 504 of such title as redesignated by paragraph 1, is amended in the chapter heading by striking miscellaneous and inserting committees. 3. Sections 55501 and 55502 of such title are redesignated as section 50401 and section 50402, respectively of such title and transferred to appear in Chapter 504 of such title, as redesignated by paragraph 1. 4. The section heading for Section 50401 of such title, as redesignated by paragraph 3, is amended to read as follows, United States Committee on the Marine Transportation System. B. Conforming Amendment, Section 8332, B. 1, of the Elijah E. Cummings Coast Guard Authorization Act of 2020, Division G of the William M. Mac, Thornberry National Defense Authorization Act for Fiscal Year 2021, Public Law 116-283 is amended by striking section 55,502 foot and inserting section 50,402. C. Clerical Amendments 1. The analysis for Chapter 504 of Title 46, United States Code, as redesignated by subsection A. 1. Is amended to read as follows. Chapter 504 Committees Secretary 50401 United States Committee on the Marine Transportation System 50402 Maritime Transportation System National Advisory Committee 2. The Table of Chapters for Subtitle V of Title 46, United States Code is amended, a, by inserting after the item relating to Chapter 503 the following, 504. Committees, 50401 foot, and, b, by striking the item relating to Chapter 555. Sec 3513. Port Infrastructure Development Program. A. In general.
1. Part C of Subtitle V of Title 46, United States Code, is amended by adding at the end the following. Chapter 5 for 3 Port Infrastructure Development Program Secretary 54301. Port Infrastructure Development Program. Sector 54301. Port Infrastructure Development Program. 2. Subsections C, D, and E of Section 50302 of such title are redesignated as subsections A, B, and C of Section 54301 of such title, respectively, and transferred to appear in Chapter 543 of such title, as added by Paragraph 1. B. Amendments to Section 54301. Section 54301 of such title, as redesignated by subsection A. 2. Is amended. 1. In subsection A. A. In paragraph 2. By striking or subsection D. And inserting or subsection B. B. In paragraph 3a 2i in subclause 2 by striking or an inserting a semicolon 2 by striking subclause 3 and 3 by adding at the end the following 3 operational improvements including projects to improve port resilience or 4 Environmental and emission mitigation measures, including projects for AA, port electrification or electrification master planning, BB, harbor craft or equipment replacements or retrofits. CC, development of port or terminal microgrids, DD, providing idling reduction infrastructure, EE, Purchase of cargo handling equipment and related infrastructure. FF. Worker training to support electrification technology. GG. Installation of port bunkering facilities from. Ocean going vessels for fuels. HH. Electric vehicle charge or hydrogen refueling infrastructure for drayage and medium or heavy-duty trucks and locomotives that service the port and related grid upgrades. Or, 2. Other related port activities, including charging infrastructure, electric rubber-tired gantry cranes, and anti-idling technologies, c, in paragraph, 5, i, in subparagraph, a, by striking or subsection, d, and inserting or subsection, b, and, 2, in subparagraph, b by striking subsection D and inserting subsection B. D in paragraph 6 B I 
in clause, I, by striking, and then inserting a semicolon, 2, in clause, 2, by striking the period and inserting, and, and, 3, by adding at the end the following, 3, a port's increased resilience as a result of the project. E, in paragraph, 7, I, in subparagraph, B, I, by striking subsection, D, in each place it appears an inserting subsection, B, and, 2, by striking 18% and inserting 25%, 2, in subparagraph, C, by striking subsection, D, 3A, 2, 3, and inserting subsection, B, 3A, 2, 3F, in paragraph, 8I, in subparagraph, A, by striking or subsection, D, and inserting or subsection, B, and, 2, in subparagraph, B, I, in clause, I, by striking subsection, D, and inserting subsection, B, and, 2, in clause, 2, by striking subsection, D, and inserting subsection, B. G, in paragraph, 9, by striking subsection, D, and inserting subsection, B, H, in paragraph, 10, I, in subparagraph, A, by striking subsection, D, and inserting subsection, B, 2, by redesignating subparagraphs, B, and, C, as subparagraphs, C, and, D, respectively, and, 3, by inserting after subparagraph, A, the following new subparagraph, B, B. Efficient use of non-federal funds, I, in general. Notwithstanding any other provision of law ANS subject to approval by the Secretary, in the case of any grant for a project under this section, during the period beginning on the date on which the grant recipient is selected and ending on the date on which the grant agreement is signed, I, the grant recipient may obligate and expend non-federal funds with respect to the project for which the grant is provided, and, two, any non-federal funds obligated or expended in accordance with subclause, I, shall be credited toward the non-federal cost share for the project for which the grant is provided. 2. Requirements, I, Application In order to obligate and expend non-federal funds under clause, I, the grant recipient shall submit to the Secretary a request to obligate and expend non-federal funds under that clause, including, a, 
a description of the activities the grant recipient intends to fund, bb, a justification for advancing the activities described. In item, aa, including an assessment of the effects to the project scope, schedule, and budget if the request is not approved, and, cc, the level of risk of the activities described in item, aa. 2. Approval, the Secretary shall approve or disapprove each request submitted under subclause, I. Three, compliance with applicable requirements, any obligation or expenditure of non-federal funds under clause, I, shall be in compliance with all applicable requirements, including any requirements included in the grant agreement. Three, effect. The obligation or expenditure of any non-federal funds in accordance with this subparagraph shall not a, affect the signing of a grant agreement or other applicable grant procedures with respect to the applicable grant. 2. Create an obligation on the part of the federal government to repay any non-federal funds if the grant agreement is not signed. Or 3. Affect the ability of the recipient of the grant to obligate or expend non-federal funds to meet the non-federal cost share for the project for which the grant is provided after the period described in clause I. And, I, in paragraph, 12, I, by striking subsection, D, and inserting subsection, B, and, 2, by adding at the end the following, D, resilience, the term resilience means the ability to anticipate, prepare for, adapt to, withstand, respond to and recover from operational disruptions and sustain critical operations at ports, including disruptions caused by natural or man-made hazards, such as sea level rise, flooding, earthquakes, hurricanes, tsunami inundation or other extreme weather events. 2. In subsection B. A. In the subsection heading by striking inland and inserting inland river, b, in paragraph, 1, by striking subsection, c, 7, b, and inserting subsection, a, 7, b, c, in paragraph, 3, a, 2, 3, by striking subsection, c, 3, b and inserting subsection, a, 3, b, and, d, in paragraph, 5, a, by striking subsection, c, 8, b, and inserting subsection, a, 8, b, and, 3, in subsection, c, a, by striking subsection, 
C, or subsection D, and inserting subsection A, or subsection B, and B, by striking subsection C, 2, and inserting subsection A, 2. C, grants for emission mitigation measures. For fiscal year 2022, the Secretary may make grants under Section 54301A of Title 46, United States Code, as redesignated by subsection A, 2, and amended by subsection B, to provide for emission mitigation measures that provide for the use of shore power for vessels to which sections 3507 and 3508 of such title apply, if such grants meet the other requirements set out in such section 54301A. D. Clerical Amendments The Table of Chapters for Subtitle V of Title 46 United States Code, as amended by this title, is further amended by inserting after the item relating to Chapter 5 for 1 the following. 543. Port Infrastructure Development Program, 54301 foot. Sec 3514. Uses of Emerging Marine Technologies and Practices. Section 50307 of Title 46, United States Code, is amended, 1, by redesignating subsection E as subsection F, and 2, by inserting after subsection D the following new subsection E, E, uses. The results of activities conducted under subsection B. 1. Shall be used to inform 1. The policy decisions of the United States related to domestic regulations and 2. The position of the United States on matters before the International Maritime Organization. Sec. 3515 Prohibition on Participation of Long-Term Charters in Tanker Security Fleet A. Definition of Long-Term Charter, Section 5 If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.